0: hi it's the next level contractor podcast and i'm here with rachel rachel ryan rachel ryan and what is your company name
1: the middle of in between
0: the middle of in between and we are doing it every monday at 7am with no bullshit, and we're helping small businesses and construction companies be more profitable with better leads and better systems And today we're talking about how to get comfortable on video and pairing events with video. And I just put out a long post, or actually it's not that long, but a post on LinkedIn um, about how I think video is the number one thing people should be investing in for 2020, Mm -hmm. and I kinda go through some objections. I think some people are, I think they would be a little bit confused because video has been around for a while
1: around for a long time
0: but why is video kind of reaching ahead right now why is video becoming not a nice to have anymore but basically yes yes
1: one of the main things I think is there's a lot of visual learners out there and when you can visually see something I think that that makes all the difference in the world I also we want to be entertained who does not want to be entertained
0: Um, I want to be entertained all the time Even by the educational stuff, I want to be entertained. And I expect it nowadays. Yes. You know what I mean? So, that being said, video is huge in 2020. Video has been huge for the last couple of years, but it's reaching ahead. And people are starting to expect it from your company. And the easiest way to do video is talking head video. Mm -hmm. Because you can just turn on a camera and start telling people what you know. You can tell people what's funny. You can tell people how your day's going, you can do some behind the scenes stuff, you can do whatever, you, just, you can just document, right? You don't have to necessarily always create, you can just document. But what are some of your best tips for getting comfortable on camera? Because that's probably the first objection a lot of people have.
1: Getting comfortable on camera is as simple as the commonality, why are you going on camera to talk with someone? Why are you in the same room as someone? What is your main message? And if you have a go to that other people can relate to for what you're speaking to, that right there is going to be the hook. And if, if another thing that helps is it's got to be a natural conversation. If it's not natural, if you're pushing it, people. Can tell. Mm-hmm. It's that it's that gut feeling of, am I doing this for the right reasons? Yeah. And if you have to ask that, you're probably, you're probably not doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, some people are super natural on camera. I feel super natural on camera. I always have. I don't know if it's like a weird gene or whatever that I have, but um, I'm lucky in the sense. With this that light behind
0: you, <laughs> you look supernatural.
1: <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, you know, all jokes aside, for for me I'm a I'm a natural communicator and I like to explain things to people. Um, I was told that I should have gone to school to be a teacher because I'm so good at helping Mm -hmm. other people figure out, you know, how are what are you trying to do? What is the main goal? What are you what is your end goal? How are you gonna get there? What are the steps you're gonna take?
0: So So ask if you're doing two person video or whatever, I think good questions, right? Good questions. And I think there's nothing wrong with telling the person that you're working with if they want to write down some questions, mm-hmm. right? Because you were saying you've done events where there, there's been a little bit of difficulty where you don't know really what to ask them. And there's nothing wrong with being like, all right, so can you write down a couple questions that you you feel like you could speak to? Yeah. And that, that helps a lot. I think, like as far as if it's you, I think one thing is that you if you get used to, if you're selling all the time, right? Then it's hard to do a good video because first of all, people will tune you out. Um, I'm not saying that you should never sell, but I think it's kind of a muscle to get good at being like, what can I say that's gonna be useful to this audience? Yes. What is the audience? I think that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the audience? So this audience for this podcast, we got small businesses and contractors. Yes. Who are a part of events, mm-hmm. And who are trying to get into video yes right and then the secondary audience for this podcast is our LinkedIn um, you know audience which is just it's another thing where it's small business people and marketing people Um, so knowing that what can we talk about that's going to be useful to them and we determined right we determined that um, you know getting more comfortable on video is a massive opportunity for people because then you always have a subject right yes you can just turn on your camera if you maybe show your little your uh, this is her vlog setup, right? We've got professional stuff where we've got the. Can you talk about this real quick?
1: Yeah. So. Because you can
0: always do a talking head video if you have a little camera setup, right? Yes.
1: So a little bit of context. Um, when I originally connected with Tim about this, I said, you know, I, I do video event recaps, which is where the the video piece of it comes from. And I I fell into video by complete accident. I'm yeah. gonna be honest about that. Yeah. And. What I did was, I essentially brought my camera with me to events, and I just started talking into it like this. Um, this is this body right here. For those of you that are familiar with DSLRs, this is a
0: DSLR. Some people will be just listening to the audio, so you might need to over-explain a little bit.
1: So, okay. So what we have here is the body of this camera is a DSLR. It's a Canon 80D. Yeah. And it's. Takes phenomenal video. The focal the, the focusing points on this thing are super fantastic. I have just the the standard lens body that came with this camera. I did the
0: 18 to 55 millimeter.
1: Yes. Nice. Super, super simple. You've got your autofocus and you have a manual focus. Auto focus I've learned that when you are interviewing someone or um, not interviewing someone, but when you're capturing content in a room and there are people that are moving around in yep. the room, you want to make sure that your autofocus is turned off because otherwise your camera, if there's moving feature, if there's moving parts in the, the background of the person you're trying to interview, your camera's going to make a sound and then you're going to catch it on mm. your directional microphone. I think I phone. do that
0: sometimes, so that helps knowing I should turn off auto.
1: So it should be turned on to the, there's a manual focus button right here, you just that click you yep. just turn it on to manual focus and then you have it's to, on the
0: actual lens body to turn it off yeah, gotcha on okay. the actual
1: lens body and then you have to make sure that I mean you got to use your the, the, the naked eye and what I do here is this part back here this fold out I don't know if you can see so this there's a not.
0: screen that folds out on the back of the camera yes and you can flip it so that they can see themselves if yes. you wanted to, which you do you do that during interviews?
1: I, I do do that, we, we just then did that
0: Because then they can feel we... a little bit more comfortable, they can glance over it, it's not that crazy. Yep. She also, I'm just gonna quickly go through the items so that people uh, with short attention spans can, can <laughs> stick along with us. So we've got a uh, bottom part here which is, kind of, what is this called?
1: This is called a gorilla tripod.
0: Gorilla tripod. And I think that what is that by Joby?
1: Yes, by jo- Joby.
0: For, so Joby Gorilla. Uh, I think
1: it's a joe Maybe it's just Joby. I, it's been a while since I looked. Yeah, so, I know that there's Gorilla and Yeah. J- they might be two different companies. Yeah. So numbers,
0: yeah, so. but basically it's a it's a stand on the bottom. It's like an octopus octopus legs. You can attach it to something. You can use it as a stand. You can also just use it kind of as a selfie stick. So it's got a stand on the bottom, and then we've got the the shotgun mic. This is a Shure VP83. So it's got a little bit of a mic, just to, for the people listening to audio, it's got a little bit of a mic that that extends outward on the top and allows you to grab audio from a subject matter just right in front of you. So yeah. um, those are the key components, really, of a, of, a, of a solid camera setup. It's really all you need. And ultimately, just mine is similar. And the whole package from, from my uh, video setup was like a couple thousand dollars and thus I've got a basic studio yes to do video at any time I'm not gonna say the audio is perfect with my setup and I think that's why I'm you know for the the um, podcast I've got this extra mic here yes but in general it's a really solid setup and yes. I think yours is probably pretty similar it's like and it's not that expensive and video is insanely um, It's got a much higher engagement rate on every single platform that I've ever done video on compared to written content. That's why I'm so gung-ho on video. (laughs) Um, Can you give us any other tips that you have for getting other people comfortable on camera? So if you're going around these events, and these small business owners could easily do this, and people pay attention because you've got a camera. Mm -hmm. So if you were, let's say you were going to a, you know, a trade show or you were at a place where a bunch of other contractors are, small business owners, and you wanted to get access to people, Mm -hmm. you could easily pop up in their face with a camera and you could, wait, (laughs) go for it, go for it.
1: So what you wanna do is, instead of, of, so Tim Tim and I, we just met today in person. I didn't wanna have this camera ready to go and stick it in his face because that's, it's, it's a little bit invasive. You don't yes. want to be invasive. Okay, yes. Ask, say, you know, I've got this camera and I'd love to talk to you on yeah. camera about this specific product. And, yeah. and you them, keep the
0: camera down at your side. Keep the camera down okay. at your <laughs> side.
1: But, or sometimes I just have it with me naturally carrying it up on my upper torso, torso area for okay. those that are, that are listening from just, you know, from just on the ears, not actually yeah. watching the video here. Um,
0: but What do you mean you carry it up? Like ca- Car- carrying okay. it up here. Okay. So I
1: generally carry it up here yep. and so it gives people a visual of oh she does something with a camera. I okay. don't know what it is. People. So for those that are listening via podcast, they don't recognize the, the microphone that I have on top. They don't even look at that. They are just looking at the body of the camera. Yeah. This is 99.9% of the conversations they are like mm-hmm. oh you're a photographer and I said mm-hmm. no nope, I do video. They go oh and I'm like yep there's this microphone on top they go oh that's a microphone? Yeah. They have no idea what it is. So to, to, to answer your question is um, with the trade show is or not to answer but to kind of yeah. um to go off on what you were saying there is always ask for permission because you don't want to just stick a camera in someone's face. Yeah. It's it's an intrusion. It's kinda of like yeah. touching someone yeah. when you haven't quite given permission for yeah. them to touch you. Yeah. I think it's the same exact thing. Okay. Um also Excuse cameras don't always they they can be People aren't always comfortable. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're giving them permission yep. to give you permission. Yeah. I think that that's important.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And so we love events. So I say, you know, we've got, we do SEO. So we help people get higher on Google. But video, I'm saying, is the number one trend for market, like, important thing for marketers to get into for 2020. Events would probably be the third. You know, um, Search in general, video is huge, and then events. So if you if you knock out two with one stone, if you got video going and you're attending events, you're a, you're ahead of the curve. You've got a lot of things working together.
1: I think people when they when they think trade show, they the, the first thing that comes to mind is if if they're the event planner. <clears throat> they're already visualizing everything. Yeah. When someone is going to the event, they're maybe not visualizing their focus, they're, maybe their focus is sales, and they're trying to figure out how am I gonna, you know, how am I gonna get to all the people that I need to get to. Um, if there's a video event recap of the setup, of the experience of it, it helps them to plan out maybe their sales strategy, depending on how long Mm. they've been a sales. So
0: you have it for the previous year?
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Which I I think is huge. Um, I think that that helps a person plan out how they're going to figure out who they're going to be talking to. You also want to do your research in advance when it comes to trade shows. There should be a website with a list of who is going to be at that trade show. And if you know who your competitors are, but maybe there is a new company that hasn't been there before, and you've never heard of them. You can do your research and figure out, you know, what 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 is the conversation going to be? Um, maybe they're in the video event recap, and maybe you didn't see them last year, and you had never heard of them before. So that's another thing. It's a visual; you can see their logo design, you can see their face. Those things
0: help. How can we get more out of events if we're attending them like okay so I see that you you know for a event attendee Mm -hmm. or excuse me event um, organizer I think videos like of course you should do video because it's not like people expect to see some kind of like visual representation of what that event will be next year but what about if you're an attendee what if you're a company going there is there any way that you can get more out of that event with video.
1: I think it's getting specific with the questions of what you. What is your main plan of attack? Yeah. What is your goal for going there? Yeah. And if you can put the logos in the video of the of the companies. Yep. Um, if if that's your job as yep. the the freelance videographer who's yep. hired for this. Yeah. And you're not, you know if you're not the competitor, you no. can just, the, the, the sandbox is open for no. everybody, right? And
0: I'll throw I'll throw okay, so, thinking about a couple events coming up here soon, and I can imagine our contractors, or our small businesses that we're doing work for, they could use this as an opportunity to talk to vendors. So, like, they work with, like let's say, 10 vendors. Like, we have a sustainable building company, and they build homes, right? And I just, this is what I imagine. I imagine that they could go to each of their people, each of the people that works with them on homes, like for instance, they work with um, Studio Grey and Cambria and these different brands, or they could go talk to them and say, hey, what's one thing about your product that's absolutely incredible? And they could do this essentially in a way to then touch with those people afterwards um, and essentially get another social, um, piece of content out of it. They could literally cut this up for each vendor and do it as a promotion and that vendor has a reason to then share their content out to the world. Mm-hmm. And I think what I love about video and um, with vendors and just like referral partners, if you're going for leads, like let's say, like a lot of the people that listen to this might be trying to get more leads, for instance. I think that each one of those videos then becomes a opportunity for you to get into your referral partners Social and to me, that's one of the the things that I think a lot of small businesses could be using video more for in 2020 (coughs) What is your video strategy around referrals? Around increasing referrals and increasing referrals with social so we've talked about video we've talked about events now I'm talking about social taking video and really complementing your existing social media strategy and this is for advanced companies right companies that know what they're doing on um, on social that have somebody either working on social or they're pretty aggressive about social but if you are aggressive about social why not do a little video for each of your your referral partners for each of the, the vendors and you could do that um, especially these you know niche down companies um, by going to that trade show and really, making a little video that makes them look cool. Mm-hmm. Make your referral, this is my biggest takeaway from like my side of this podcast is just make your referral partners look cool.
1: Mm-hmm. If you, My goal, no matter what, no matter who I'm working with is to help someone else shine on yeah. camera. If yeah. I can do that, then I have done my job. If yeah. I've made a video event recap where it makes the other person wish they would have gone to the event, yeah. I've done my job.
0: Exactly. If
1: I can, find, what was I going to say, um, if I can, it, it, it goes back to, he, he, here's a here's a very basic way to do it. If you can put a sandbox in the room and say, let's play nice, yeah. and if you, even though you're competitors, yeah. you can still help each other,
0: yeah.
1: right? To a, to a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah, you still have your numbers to reach, but if you can... Each agree to somehow do a partnership with each other Mm. from a video standpoint. Yeah, I don't know what that would look like specifically.
0: That would be cool though, because like we're we're going to an event coming up here soon. I think it's in February with two competitors, and I do think it will be awkward mildly.
1: It would be, but it also. But I also
0: I could see it being cool.
1: It can be cool. It depends. There's got there's a right way to do it, and then there's a not. Quite right way to do it. Well if you're
0: trying to make them look like shit, I might do that. <laughs> so come over and we're gonna do video. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's got to be a partnership agreement.
0: Yeah, okay. In writing, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's always got to be in writing.
0: Okay.
1: And the thing is is that we all have one that's the, the same goal. You know, make the sale. Yeah. Help yourself, you know, you got to make yourself look good. Yes. Yeah. I mean these are givens right? Yeah. Let's, just, let's just be honest here. Um, but if there's a way that you can all play friendly, play nice rather, yeah. if you can play nice,
0: everyone wins in the end. Um, I have a question for you. So you've been talking about event video recaps. If if somebody's putting on an event and we have con- we have very smart contractors that do put on their own events sometimes. Um, I know Cambrio looks at our stuff sometimes and, and I think that there's, um, you know, we have a contractor who's also doing a, a, basically an event space um, and they're planning on putting on more events. So, if you were to utilize this on a regular basis, what is an event video recap?
1: Event video recap is a, an opening of, okay, where is this space? What does it look like on the outside? Give people a visual get takeaways get um what i have to do every single time or what i choose to do rather my approach is i approach someone in the room and i ask them questions and i get really specific sometimes i'm um sometimes i'm vlogging like this so yeah. for those who are listening i have the camera pointed at myself and you have the other person i'm talking to yep. sometimes i am directing so i'm behind the camera and i'm asking them questions mm-hmm. so for those again who are listening um, I'm not in front of the camera, the camera is in front of my body, and I have it pointed at the person who I'm asking the questions to. Yeah. That is one thing that I do, is I say, you know, what are you hoping for takeaways? What, why did you come here? Yeah. And if I can get that content for the event, and I can get nuggets from that, then I have essentially helped someone else understand, hey, this might. if, if this is a consistent event that's going on month after month after month after month, not only are they getting takeaways, they're also getting a name and they're getting a voice and they're getting a human in front of the the camera. They're watching a human on camera and they're like, oh, I recognized you from so-and-so video. You said this about something. Mm -hmm. It, It triggers that and then they're able to maybe find a commonality from that because why else do you go to an event?
0: Yeah, exactly. And let's say you have the ideal scenario. Let's say you have video from the last event and you're hoping to do video. After this event, so you're starting to film, but like, what, what are your suggestions for pre and post event videos? What's the ideal scenario as far as like the types of videos that um, are going out before and after the event?
1: The ideal scenario is to help your client or partner shine.
0: Yeah. So like, if you would you would you suggest like a like a really long video, like let's say three nope. videos um a bunch of small
1: ones not a long video short videos
0: okay more videos and then like kind of stagger them beforehand and then stagger them after afterwards no more
1: than i would say no more than two minutes tops okay some videos don't need to be more than 30 seconds sometimes you have a really when you are recording a panel you you listen to your gut and you go, okay, when are they gonna say something that's gonna be a super valuable takeaway? Yeah. Like what was the plan of people coming to this event? Yeah. Um, don't always you don't always need to be recording because that can suck memory sometimes. Yeah. Which, you know, when you're running low on memory yeah. which no, does exactly. happen. Yes,
0: absolutely. Just be no, I'm checking my <laughs> Oh, it's still recording, okay. It's still okay. Recording. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you are um, if you no, if you've got this gut feeling of they're gonna say something, press the record button. Yeah. Also, another thing that I do is I have a, a jack here um, for those who are just listening via the, the podcast. I have a I have a mic jack on my DSLR, um, but I also have a headphone jack. I'll plug in my headphones and I'll listen
0: okay. because
1: it's directional microphone. If I have it pointed at the subject, yeah. Um, then I can then I can make sure that I'm capturing the content. That's appropriately. good. So that that's another thing. That's yeah.
0: good. So what should people expect if they, let's say they hire, let's uh, imagine somebody is a smart event organizer and decides to hire you as far as um, doing video. Um, what is something that they can expect as far as a positive result from their, uh, their experience?
1: They can expect me to be communicating. Yep. they send me an email, my goal is to communicate with them within a 24 to 48 hour period.
0: Um, that's, a, that's more than you can hope for some vendors, right?
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I work as quickly as I possibly can I get very focused um, another thing is is that when I am pulling together a video it might not be a vision that I would have come up with
0: yeah
1: it's their vision okay. so whatever they're looking for yeah that's what I'm going to present to them I was just editing a video yesterday for um, a client and as I was putting the video together I'm like this is this isn't necessarily going to make them shine but it's what they're looking for yeah <clears throat> and if you can deliver what that client is looking for that is that that that's your end goal nice. um,
0: yeah exactly so we uh <laughs> we love video we here at hook agency and you love video and yes. we believe in it for 2020 so and I think Part of part of it is starting, right? You gotta start doing more video. Wherever you're at, you need to start doing more video. Just videos. start. Even if you're just flipping your phone around and doing an Instagram live or something, or you know, an Instagram story or whatever happens to be, and that's a great stop. That's a great starting place, right? And then, secondly, people need to up the game as far as their systems around video, right? They need to make sure that when they're doing an event that they have a video person there, they need to make sure that they, on the post side, you know, that they are making sure that they have a system down for getting video out. Because sometimes people collect video and then they never really publish at a a schedule after the event to do the, the post um, post-event videos that really get people excited about going again next time. The
1: thing about videos it's never going to be perfect. Yep. Your definition of perfect is different from someone else's
0: definition of perfect. But system, but over time, your system should but be getting better, right? They like,
1: should be getting, yes. So you need to
0: find what those things are. For us, I like, you know, on LinkedIn, we do the square videos a lot, where we've got like a spicy title up top and subtitles beneath, we've got that system down. I don't actually even touch those videos all the time now. We have somebody that doesn't, right? Um, and we've got other things where we essentially have systems that have gotten into place that get more out of our video. So you don't just want to capture, you want to publish, and it helps to have somebody, you know, uh, an accountability with you, like yourself, and it helps to practice. So practice, then slowly get your systems in place, and um, thank you so much for being part of the podcast today. And um, being on these videos and uh, where can people find you online
1: you can find me on LinkedIn Rachel C Ryan you can find me on Instagram Rachel C Ryan nine uh, actually uh, the middle of in between on Instagram it's all one word
0: the middle of in between yes so check out the middle of in between and thank you for listening to the next level contractor podcast we'll be here every Monday at 7 a.m. no bullshit helping small businesses and construction companies be more profitable with better leads and better systems. HookAgency.com at HookAgency all over social. And thanks for joining us. See you next Monday. Bye.